Hello and welcome to the Five Cent Mixtape. We discuss a new mix each and every week. My name is Michael. I can't believe it's not butter. <laughs> I'm Marge. Uh, yeah, uh, we got into a recording and it got lost. Uh, yeah, but we we're only like five minutes into it. Uh, we told all of our family secrets, though. Yeah, yeah. But Devin I'm not was, willing to divulge those again. Devin was jerking off in the bathroom and the dildo okay. slipped. Thanks, Scott Toledo. <laughs> we don't have to talk about this anymore. <laughs> That Baldo got out of control. <laughs> His bathroom buddy wasn't there to help him <laughs> through the pain. As much as I want to deny this, I do want to advertise for the Baldo <laughs> because amazing device. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but yeah, this is episode 78 of the podcast. Uh, this is uh, my mix, Sad Girl Winter, um, because it's winter. And typically you have a hot girl summer, mm-hmm. and this is the Sad Girl Winter. Mm-hmm. So I listened to this at work. Ooh. <laughs> and. I remember because I was like, "You guys don't care what we play." I got, I got stuff I need to listen to, <laughs> so I threw it on. And then my manager came to the back and was like, "I need a tissue." Crying? No, no, no. She's like, "I need a tissue," and I was like, a t- "You mean a napkin? There's a napkin behind you. Throw that in the bag. Take that order out and go." She's like, "No, I need a tissue," and I was like, "I don't understand what you're talking about." She's like, "No, you're listening to sad music." I was like, "Get the stupid napkin. And take that order out." I was like, it's- "Oh, she was trying to make a joke." Yeah, and she wasn't funny, and I yelled at her to get out. <laughs> Should tell her you can use napkins as tissues. Yeah. <laughs> Idiot! Grab some toilet paper on your way out. Just tell her that women aren't funny. Yeah, Ooh. Yeah. yeah. I think she You're realized. Like, that. Oh, nice one, Amy Schumer. <laughs> Why don't you get back to work and bring these sandwiches to some people? <laughs> that would have been comical. <laughs> That's funny. Um, I'm done with you, Whoopi Goldberg. <laughs> uh, but I was explaining before that uh, podcast that we were recording went out. But Devin had asked uh, when I had started making this or how I made it. Yeah, we just, we'll just reenact it. Um, uh, uh, Mike, uh, wh- <laughs> what would you say your uh, jumping off point for this uh, for this mix was? Was it a uh, good question? Uh, was it Olivia Rodrigo or uh, something else? So I think it actually started when like I was making. Uh, I I think okay. So I was making a very specific Billie Eilish mix where I was like, oh. I only like these specific Billie Eilish songs. <laughs> and then, okay, I think I got from her to somehow to Lizzie McAlpin. I don't I don't know how, um, but I got to her, and then from her is how I got to all these. So, okay, yeah, all right. which, which all of these are pretty like unknown uh, young women who are yeah. singer songwriters. So. They got a lot of plays, but it's like you don't hear their names anywhere. No. You know? Mm-mm. Well, some of them have a lot of plays. And I imagine this is what the youths are into. Yeah, probably. I would assume. Yeah. I wonder. So, for all of these artists, um, I was kind of thinking the same thing. I wonder if the youths care about a single single artist unless they are of that, like Billie Eilish, Olivia Rodrigo fame. Or if they just show up in their shuffle, mm-hmm. you know, when they're playing playlists from Spotify or Apple Music or whatever, yeah, and they just recognize the song and they're like, "Oh, I like this song," and don't care about the artist's name because I've noticed uh, on a few of these playlists, like a new theme is. I assume all of these people, for the most part, are using like their real names, right? Because a lot of them are not. Um, it, I think it was more so on the playlist that was suggested to me for like next gen singer songwriters. Mm-hmm. They all have names that are like 
maybe you should change your name to something that's easier to say. Yeah. <laughs> you know? But they're just like, this is me. Uh, I make music. Yeah. You know? And I wonder if that factors into it at all or if people even care about, like, the name of an artist. Like, if branding even comes into it anymore or if it just shows up on autoplay. Yeah, I don't know. That's a good question. I would assume that, like, authenticity is something that, like, listening yeah. to this music, I assume that people like authentic people. Yeah. So that's why I assume they most of them used like their real name or a middle name or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I don't know though. Huh. Um, but yeah, this is a good mix for me, especially in the winter time. Um, I listen to it most mornings. Occasionally, I will work out to it when I'm just you know just just need that extra pump. You know? Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> I I could work out to this. I didn't, but yeah. I could. It's a short mix too. I don't. I don't think it's above yeah. 20 minutes. I think it's pretty no, short. no. Yeah. Um, all right. So as far as like favorite, least favorite, favorite artists, I kind of, I have a feeling your guys are going to be opposite from each other, but mm. I don't know really. Like I'm just like a shot in, shot in the dark here for both of you guys. Okay. But I, have a, I think that you guys are going to be opposites on what you like and dislike. Mm, I We've done that before. So, I think so too. Yeah, I think I know which ones RJ's favorite. Yeah, and I'm really curious about your likes and dislikes on the songs because, like, on surface level, surface level on most of these songs, um, they they have a similar tone, but the subject matter that each one of them are talking about in their songs are like wildly different. Yeah. Yes. So that's this for me as like a mix that I've made. I think this most might be my most like lyrically driven mix that I've made. Meaning that's that like, funny. I paid attention to the lyrics the most when I made it. That's funny because I did the same thing. Like I was reading along the lyrics while listening to the songs. I did the same thing. I've never yeah. done that before on Spotify. Yeah. And I clicked it and I was like, God, oh, this is amazing. Yeah. <laughs> it's so convenient. Yeah. But it's funny because these songs, like you can hear all the lyrics. You don't need to like read along. Yeah. But for some reason, like, I'm like, oh, yeah, I really want to know what they're saying. It's so bizarre, like, reading lyrics to songs because it it's like from writing the lyrics to the song to performing the lyrics, it's like a magic trick. Because if you're just reading the sheet of lyrics of these songs, you'd be like, this is, why am I reading this? This is stupid. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, the delivery of it changes everything. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Which I, I would, I don't know. Some of those Olivia Rodrigo songs, like, are just straight up good poetry too. Yeah. But uh you know, for the most part her songs and Billie Eilish it's like yeah, kind of like not generic, but if you just read it you'd be like, yeah, whatever, but you hear it delivered. Yeah. And it's like the tone that really uh puts the emotion into it. And that was a uh, something that we talked about on that RJ mix um that really when I was listening and like kind of formulating this mix, it was something that stood out to me. Which is like we talked about the first song, was it Dodie? Maybe can't remember. Yeah, on RJ's mix where it's like there's one line that stands out. Yeah, the and the sick and and so exactly. Yeah, and for for making this mix, every one of these songs for me, anyways, has a chorus or a line that like sticks out like a sore thumb. Not in a yeah. bad way, but it's like yeah. it's very distinct. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, all right, so for Devin, I'm going to guess three is your favorite song, four is your least favorite, 
and one would be your favorite artist. Mm, okay. Three, four, right. one. Locking it in. And then for RJ, I'm going to go with your favorite song is five. Uh, your least favorite is three. And if you had to pick a favorite artist, it'd be four. Five, three, four. Yeah. Okay. All right. All right, let's get into As a Child by Madeline the Person. Pretty cool name. She's yeah. a person. I like that one. <laughs> <laughs> it fits. Uh, yeah. Uh, this song comes off of her four-song EP uh, from this past year uh, called, uh, let's see, Chapter One, The Longing. Uh, this song is three minutes and ten seconds. Uh, so for a lot of these people or that are on this mix, there's not a lot of information about them. So I've got like weird bios from them. Uh, so it says that uh, music is therapy for Madeline the person. The alt-pop newcomer uses songwriting to process trauma, triumph, and every confounding feeling in between. Complete transparency is a compulsion for her, a trait that characterized the 19-year-old's 2021 debut project, Chapter One, The Longing. Like old diary entries, those four songs document the highs and the lows that forged Madeline's outlook on life. Uh, If Chapter One looked to the past, then Chapter Two, The Shedding, is a snapshot of the here and now. The second EP tackles themes such as sexuality, identity, and growth. Uh, The lead single from that is Haunted. Uh, Let's see here. Which is an acoustic pop anthem about a doomed romance, doubled as the Houston, Texas natives coming out statement. Okay, so she's from Houston, Texas. Hmm. Good to know. Um, Madeline's star will no doubt continue to rise as she adds chapters to her story. But as the moniker, she's chosen to suggest that breakout artist plans to keep her feet firmly on the ground. I have lots of flaws, faults, and feelings that hurt, she says, but also all the good stuff. I'm just a person. Uh, her talent was nurtured from an early age as she was discovered by Warner Records after posting a series of viral covers on TikTok. So Ooh. I, guess, I guess that's what happens now. There's I'm curious what covers. Oh, yeah. I don't know. I guess it's uh, they don't it doesn't seem a... very TikTok-y. Yeah, <laughs> well, it depends well, on the TikTok's cover. fucking weird though. No, she could be doing like Uptown Girl as a cover. I can see Uptown Girl. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, it is funny that it used to be SoundCloud, and I guess it's TikTok where they find these young women or yeah. young they them's. I don't know, young people. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> youngins. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I really, really like this song. Uh, one of the reasons why I chose it was because of the subject matter that she's talking about. Um, just about her and how she's kind of navigating life as a child it speaks to me. Mm. Um, but yeah, RJ, how'd you feel about this song? So it came on and I was on, I listened to most, I think, this while driving to work and from work. Mm-hmm. Um, didn't have much like just headphone time on this one, but I was driving to work, and then I think the lyric just like uh, I bite my lip not to cry. Yeah, and I was like, oh, <laughs> <laughs> I was like, fuck you, Mike. You got me on the first song to be like, oh, gay. <laughs> and I, I was just like, you know, it, it it was a nice slower song, and I do appreciate that compared to other stuff that's on the mix. Just the slower melody uh, paired with the guitar. I, I like that one lyric. Um, just the overall I had a question about it. I was like, I don't know if the lyrics are designed for 
maybe she had an experience while being a child or she was experienced life as a younger age. And I was just like, I think it's one of the both, but I think it's more towards her just experiencing life and all the things that are thrown at her at a younger age. And I was like, I do appreciate the song for what it is. It was a nice intro, slow. It was like, this is what you're about to get into with the mix. Yeah. And overall, I think it was a good song. Yeah, it's it's a it's a nice uh, trend for the rest of the mix of like the production value on these. Mm-hmm. Because almost every song on here, once it gets to like crescendoing in the song, it picks up production value and then mm. just like kind of fizzles out back to <clears throat> how the song started. Yeah, it's like here's where the strings come in. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Yeah. I like my strings. Uh, uh Devin, how'd you feel for the song? So first off, um, the first time I listened to this mix was, uh, did we record on Friday last week? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, so Saturday morning, I went on an early morning New Year's Day bike ride at at like 5.30 in the morning, and it was the coldest day of the year. It was like 28 degrees, Mm -hmm. Um, and so I had like a 30-minute drive, so I just, I got my coffee. And I was just driving, listening to this Ooh. in like the fog <laughs> with like ice all over the ground. Shows yeah. up with tears all in his eyes. <laughs> <He> was, <laughs> yeah. I, like, I can't ride you guys. I just need to sit and think for a little bit. Um, but it was like, it was the perfect soundtrack for that. And it, the music really like pulled me in. I wanted to listen to all of these songs and like it made me focus on the lyrics. Um, I don't. That being said, I don't re- exactly remember the lyrics for the song because I didn't listen to it today. But um, I loved this song uh, mostly because it started off and I thought it was going to be, I thought this was all going to be like very sad songs, but this one had like a tone of uh, optimism to it. Mm-hmm. And then it it does that little change. There's a few like um, like chord shifts that almost and i think i was telling you about this with the lizzie mcalpin stuff like it almost goes into like jazz territory yeah these like chord changes that are so subtle that shift the entire mood of it and i i really appreciated that in this first song and lyrics were great like just the whole production of it it wasn't overdone and it wasn't like underdone it was like just right yeah Like, a lot of times people are guilty of putting in, you know, too much, like, background stuff, like, too much touching up of everything. Right. But it really made me feel like this was her real voice, not touched up, her just playing music, and they happen to add some, you know, background effects. It was it was a good song. Yeah, it's funny. When you see her name, well, for me anyways, when I first saw her name, and then I saw, like, I clicked on her Spotify, and I saw, like, pictures of her and, like, her album covers, I was expecting, like, an Alex the Astronaut type of quirkiness. Yeah. But she she really doesn't, like, have that. And it's not, like, a bad thing that she doesn't have that. Mm-hmm. So, like, I was uh, I was wondering <clears throat> if this if this song was going to be disappointing if you were wanting something like weird and quirky but if you once you get through this song you're like oh this is just how the whole mix is <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> i didn't really touch bases on it too much but just uh i i really enjoyed for the most part it kind of had like the waltz like the the d d d d d d and it kind of sucked me in and i was like it it's a very simple song but it works it just you yeah. know, especially like uh, when I listen to this to work, 
I barely had the sun rising. So it's like you see the little orange in the back, like, you know, on the oh, horizon. Man. And I was like, this is a perfect song to drive like 12 minutes to work and listen to like the first yeah. two, three songs on the mix. It's good sunrise music. And I was like, oh, it was yeah. nice. It's good. Going it's home, there was like traffic and I was like, eh. <laughs> it's good morning music. I love yeah. it. But it was nice. Yeah. yeah, nice. I I hadn't had a chance to look into her more, but I I do want to listen to more of her stuff. Yeah, her? I, I really liked it. She's. Uh, I think I said this to you guys last week, but like all of these people, if you were to listen to more songs from them, they have like a variety of different types of songs. Yeah, uh, they're not all like this, uh, but I just chose these ones because I really like them. But they all like work together really well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I did notice on one of them. I can't remember which one it is, but. I was looking for like full albums or EPs or something. Mm-hmm. And one of them has a full album listed under an EP. Yeah. And then under their singles, there's a full like seven song EP yeah. bordering on an album as listed as a single. I'm like, <laughs> what are you doing here? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't know what Spotify is doing with some of that stuff. Yeah. yeah. Um, all right. So moving on from Madeline, the person, uh, we've got Sirens by Mia Giovanna. Giovina, maybe. Um, which this is a 2021 single coming out four minutes, 11 seconds. Uh, Mia only has two singles on Spotify. That's it. Damn. Um, and it's pretty insane for me anyways. Cause like when I see that, I typically ignore it. Meaning that yeah. like, I just don't bother to play them. Yeah. Um, but I played this and I was like, fuck, you've got two singles and this is one of them. God damn it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but she's from New Jersey. 20-year-old singer-songwriter Mia Giovanna or Giovina, uh, is taking the internet by storm. Uh, using her platform to share her message and incredible vocals, Mia is dedicated to having her music create a safe space for listeners everywhere. Uh, with over 180,000 TikTok followers, uh, Mia is creating a creative platform through rewriting popular songs. Uh, with two singles out, Mia is moving towards releasing more original music very soon. So like that's another one of those that I would like Doing to hear. Doing covers. Yeah, her TikTok Basically. covers. Yeah. I didn't know that was a thing, but I guess that's a thing. I mean, that I seems it. like it's how a lot of people are getting into the business. Wait, so they, they literally would go on TikTok and like cover like an acoustic version of this song or something? I, or? I wonder if there's not like they uh, dance. rights issues with that. I wonder if that's how they get away with it. I think it's because they're only 10-second videos oh, or like 20-second yeah. videos. Well, the, yeah. you can make them longer. And like the uh, honestly, you can do you can upload a cover to YouTube as much as you want. You just can't uh, financially profit monetize from it. it. Yeah, you can't monetize yeah. it. Mm. Okay, uh, but you can use that as a platform to launch your music career, which mm. it sounds like a lot of these people are doing through TikTok, mm-hmm. just because that's the preferred platform. Yeah, for the use. Yeah. Yeah. Um. But yeah, so I really, really love this song. Um. I was, it was her and the fourth artist. They have like kind of a similar tone to uh, their songwriting. Mm-hmm. Um, but this song, the first time I listened to it, threw me off uh, because it has those sirens in the background. And I was, I'd be like, what the fuck is going on? Yes, <laughs> with the headphones? Yeah. Yeah. Um, Startling. Yeah. <laughs> um, but she, this, this song, I really, really like because she's talking about something that like I experience, which is, um, Sacramento's not bad for me. I just don't like it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And she's talking about that in terms of New Jersey and explaining, like, being a little bit older, probably moved away from home, and then every time she goes back home, uh, she has some mixed feelings about it. Yeah. And 
I just have always had that with Sacramento. I can't be there for too long. Uh, very weird mixed feelings about it. So that's one of the reasons why I chose this song. Oh, uh, uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I thought that she she was talking about like something very specific that I really haven't heard many people talk about. And she just does it so simply, which is like, it's not bad for me, <laughs> but I don't yeah. like it. <laughs> that, yeah, that was the thing about the song. It's like, this seems so authentic because nobody else could write this. Yeah. You know, like this wasn't written for you. Right. This, you wrote this. Yeah. You know. <laughs> yeah. Uh, RJ, how'd you feel towards the song? Uh, I'm just going to be honest that I... I the acoustic guitar to then all of a sudden like the cellos or whatever, yeah. just the violin, whatever it is, and then to like uh, whatever instrument, the piano, and just on top of that. I, lo- I love the organization. I love the sound of it. Um, I'll touch bases later on about you have like the um, – like not the authentic sounds. Based this one, I was like, I feel like this is actually like a violin, or I feel like that's actually a piano being played. Oh, yeah. yeah, and I love that. I love the sound of it. It reminded me of Dessa without the rap. Um, yeah, yeah. She's she's one of the Minnesota artists yeah. that uh, she likes her orchestras mm. and and she likes to perform that way while rapping over it. But reminded I love me her of a uh, Metallica's S and M album. Oh yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, segue into that perfectly. Yeah. Um, I, I like the content, just kind of like you know, it's it's something's not here for me. So I go away, but then you go somewhere else, and you're like, it's not the same as what I remembered or something like that. So it's yeah, like, you exactly. know, Sacramento. And I loved it. I was like, I love the emotion. I love the song. Um, I got to the second song, this one, and I was like, the first one was cool. And then this one just kind of like, it gave me that like that hug of, ooh, I like this. Mm-hmm. I like where this is going. <laughs> Hopefully Mike does more of this. Um, and I was just very excited about hearing this. And those fucking sirens, because I was driving to work <laughs> every time I listened to this, I would always look up in my rear mirror and I'm like, oh, that's the song. Yeah. And I was like, what song is this? Oh, sirens. Okay, I get it now. Yeah. <laughs> I heard the sirens and I was driving too, and I just stuck my middle finger out the window and gassed it. <laughs> yeah. 105 Don't on, on the me, freeway. brother. Not today, motherfucker. I'm a sovereign citizen. <laughs> and I'm listening to lady music. <laughs> <laughs> I enjoyed this one. It was a good one. Yeah, to, to Devin saying the authenticity in your lyrics, like I think she has a lyric about like politicians, yeah, in New Jersey, yeah. and like that's so specific. Yes, <laughs> yeah. I mean, she basically is doing the uh, the pave paradise and put up a parking lot <laughs> song, yeah, but in a very specific way. She's talking about like they knocked down the grocery store that used to be there, and like I, you know, I've moved very small distances yeah and like i can relate to just going back to where i grew up and just seeing things change but also i can relate to the feeling of longing for another place and not knowing why like in hers it's a it's new york she's like if i ever make it to new york because she has this grand idea of what new york is going to be and there's also like the the internalized things about like if I just go to this place, my life will be better and different, mm-hmm. you know, when that isn't always the case. So there's like a sadness in that also, because I like, I understand that I'm like, Oh, if I just move to Santa Cruz, my life will be great and everything will be happy. Yeah. But it's like, no, that's not how it works. Not necessarily. You know? Yeah. It's a weird like push and pull. Cause I've, yeah. you know, I've lived in, I've, I've yeah. technically lived in four States, but I've really only lived in three. And it's like it's different in every single state. And like you get like weird 
because she's kind of like speaking on nostalgia a little bit of like being a kid and like when you go back there it's like well it's not it's not the same <laughs> yeah i think the lyric yeah. that it says uh something like this but i, I jotted it down because i wanted to mention something about that but lost in a dream so i could fit in something 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 full of politicians yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I got the lyrics. Um, and then also, side note, I put Olivia Rodrigo mixed with Phoebe Bridgers. Oh, yeah. I can see the Phoebe hybrid. Yes. And I was like, this is a, a hybrid of both of them. I was, I was feeling the Phoebes on this one. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, especially, God damn it, that fucking her on that Taylor Swift song. So goddamn good. I oh, know. What the fuck? Do more. <laughs> yeah, no. Just do, do that. Do more. Do that. <laughs> Abandon everything. Yeah. Do more. <laughs> <sighs> Get Connor Oberst out of a better living community center. Just put in Taylor Swift. <laughs> yeah. Do more. Yeah. Uh, but Devin, did you like this song? I did. Yeah. Yeah. I uh, I liked it. It was it was very different from the first one, but yeah. also like mm-hmm. also still the same. So yeah, yeah, liked it. Liked it a lot. Yeah, it, it had like a fun quirkiness on the first song. Mm-hmm. But like this one's just like yeah. you throw in the, you know the piano the acoustic guitar and then like a you know a cello it's just like ooh I got my moods back. It was like the first one it was like in the major scale so it was you're told that it's like sonically you should be happy and then in this one yeah. it was like a little bit down tempo and minor you're like you should be sad on this one. Yeah. Yeah. But even like the first one like uh, you know you're not sad about it but there's that nostalgic i guess it's like melancholy feeling that you get from the first one and getting that from a song that's supposed to be happy is uh it, it's it makes you feel different you know like yeah. if you hear happy songs and you feel a, a different way about it like, like they've achieved kicks. something yeah like pumped up kicks yeah exactly <laughs> ooh maybe that's the thing with all as you said that i was thinking that's kind of the thing with all of these songs is there's not a resolution in any of these songs. Yeah. Yeah, it just kind of like they talk about their feelings and they don't have a solution. That's what you get. That's it. That's how I feel. Lyrically and musically, like there's a few songs that end on a note that isn't like the the key of the scale. So it's just like, you know, it doesn't give you the actual resolution. And same thing with her, uh, like changing the chords in that first song that doesn't give you the resolution at the end of the bar that you expect to make it a full-on pop song. Right, yeah. You know? So it's those little subtle changes that I, like, really appreciate. Like, this one had a little bit of that with the piano and the, and the violins or the cellos, like the string section. Mm-hmm. Um, but it, this one, you were supposed to feel sad, like, from the beginning, I would say. I guess not even sad, just nostalgic. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I appreciated it. I liked it. Um, all right, let's move on to uh, again. I wanted to uh, mix it up in here, so I got a Brit in here. Uh, we've got "Nothing Ever Changes" by Sodi. Off. I'm sorry. I'm not sorry. <laughs> Which is a four-song EP from her from 2020. Uh, it's track three on there. Uh, born and raised in London, England. Uh, Dyson was already singing at the age of 10 with performance for the Anthony Nolan charity. Uh, in 2013, she participated in the Teen Star National Talent Contest and got to the finale of the show. I was in that too. <laughs> uh, after years of releasing music about my sadness, bitch, I said it, takes me into this new, angrier phase. 
Uh, I do see the good in people a lot, but there are only so many times you can put up with someone treating you badly. Uh, this song has given me, this is the referring to the song, bitch. This song has given me a new confidence and has enabled me to channel my emotions into a sort of cheeky rage rather than crying into my pillow. Uh, it's the realization that you're actually better off without them. And now you can scream it from the rooftops. Uh, last year was a fantastic year for Sodi. She garnered around uh, half of her 243 million global career streams in just the last 12 months. Pretty crazy. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so Sodi, um, she stood out to me because of her voice, uh, just because there's something about the Brits that mm-hmm. sometimes they can cover it up Sometimes they can't, mm-hmm. <laughs> and it just comes through. And I don't, I don't know why some of them cover it up. It's like with hip hop. Like when you've got like a, a British rapper, you're like, oh, he's he's a, he's a British rapper. There's there's yeah. There's no denying it. So come on, the four days old, the world's about to choke off his toe. the street to call for toe. Yeah. But there's sometimes, like, with some of the Australian artists that we've listened to on the podcast, and sometimes, uh, like, I guess maybe Adele is a good example. Oh, yeah. Of, like, they can hide it. And Christian Bale. Oh, yeah, Christian Bale. <laughs> He's a good <laughs> He's the guy that does house. Oh, yeah, um, Hugh Laurie's good at it, too, and yeah. he plays piano. Oh, like a, like an plays, American. I think he plays acoustic, too, doesn't he? Like a guitar. He plays jazz piano, and he's fucking good. Oh, is he? Yeah, he actually has, I think he has an album. But he's legit good. Hanging with Lori? Yeah, I wish. <laughs> like, uh, f- what was um, uh, Bruce Willis's band, The Return of Bruno? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. He just plays Classic. harmonica and wears a pork pie hat. <laughs> what a fool. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, yeah, when I first listened to Sodi, the her voice stood out to me. Uh, and then uh, this song I chose because of the subject matter. Now... I don't think she's as specific as she could be. So my interpretation is this is about her and her dad. I don't know if that's true. Uh, um, but there's a couple of lines in there that... When prove this to me. <laughs> <laughs> I think the line of uh, of her saying that, like, you realize I'm only 18. And then her moving out. I think those are the two lines to me that I'm like... I feel like it's about her and her dad's relationship. I think I'm I'm reading through it now. I mean, I've gone to pack my things. Do you remember that I'm only 18? Like, exactly. That sounds like, uh, I mean, if you're saying I'm going to pack my things and you're living with somebody at the age of 18, like, but she chances could be. are. She could be, but yeah. chances are it is about her dad. Yeah, it could be about a relationship. I'm not sure. I, in my head, frame it as it's her and her dad. Yeah. Um, and just the just the title of the song, Nothing Ever Changes, that stood out to me. Yeah. And then when I was listening to it, I'm like, oh, you're talking about alcohol abuse? Interesting. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> alcohol abuse, Mike's in. Hell yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, RJ, how would you feel towards the song? So you know how I went from the last song and I was like, oh, it seems like authentic and like real instruments. And then I heard this one and I was just like, mm, that sounds – and then it just – the first line is like, you're an asshole when you drink. And I was like, hot. They got the drinking she said, people. monster, not <laughs> asshole. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> same, same premise. An asshole is a monster. It's British for monster. Yeah. Not according to Monsters, Inc. 
No, yeah. no, 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 no. Or Monster <laughs> Energy Drink. Or Monster from... <laughs> no, oh, no, no. It would, it would fit in with Monster from Eminem. <laughs> oh. RJ, no. don't touch your mic cable. I didn't touch anything. <laughs> RJ, don't touch your mic cable. I didn't touch anything. Actually, I might have. Monster um, Energy Drinks are almost exclusively assholes. <laughs> <laughs> Tastes but, like asshole, too. But then the first line, I was just like, okay, I'm intrigued. Even though like the music's not... like It's a little different than I wanted. Yeah. But then I kept listening to the lyrics, and I was like, I, I just like these lyrics. And her accent was phenomenal, and it brought me in even more. And I was like, this is fantastic. And at the end of it, I was like, all right, this is my favorite song out of the three of them that I listened to. And I was like, this, this is oh, I was like, this is fantastic. I love this. I, I love just the, the vibe of it. I love how it's, you know, it gets bigger at the end. You know, it's the classic. Yeah. <laughs> and I was just like, I love yes. it just sucking me in. I it turned it up louder. at the end. Yeah, right. It's bigger at the end, and you suck it. Oh, shit. I think that's uh, on your end, Mike. Yeah, I fixed it. Don't worry. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, get it. Get it. it keeps getting bigger on the end. It's getting way too big. Over there. Something was poking me there for a Calm second. Calm it down. Keep ta- talking about sodium. <laughs> Give me that sodium. Fucking yeah. <laughs> that- comes out. Give me that sodium. I'm about to pop. <laughs> but I was just like, I, I, I love the accent. I, I love just the sound of everything. Cream I love it at all. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Anybody right. got some A and W? Just an addict. Yo, man, you got that and <laughs> I need my fix, bro. I'm about to make a root beer float. <laughs> Good. <laughs> Sorry. Oh, so Sorry, side note. Oh, no, 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 no. <laughs> so one, Milk Guy is like, you guys get a little crazy on that, on that podcast. Um, a little wild. Milk Guy, more like cum yeah. guy. So <laughs> Devin said, ironically, on our PlayStation, we got an ad. Oh, yeah. No, no, no. Uh, let me explain this. Okay, you explain. You <laughs> no idea what you're talking no about. Get a Baldo ad. <laughs> yeah, I wish I would have bought it right away. Like you found me, Baldo, on PlayStation of all places. No, I was playing. I was playing Warzone, and we got a friend request. And like, I don't know anybody on PlayStation or anybody that I know. I'm already like connected with them. Milkman sixty nine. Milkman sixty seven. Oh shit! No way. Yeah, Milkman, you're the yes. man. Yeah, added me, and I was just yelling down the hallway like. <laughs> RJ, do you talk to the milkman about Call of Duty? <laughs> He's like, I mean, yeah, I guess I've talked to him. Did he just add us on PlayStation? <laughs> Is his name actually Milkman67? It wasn't him, though. Literally, Aww. I cornered him at work, and I was like, was this you? He's like, nah. What do you guys play? I got a PlayStation 5. And I was like, fuck you. Yeah, fuck you. Shit is five fucking dick. He, he doesn't play Warzone. He said he's too cool for that. What does he play? Rocket League like a baby? <laughs> I think he does because like him and Kyle were vibing on the games <sighs> they play. Oh, he's excited about the Horizon Zero Dawn, the Horizon, new one. Horizon's sick. Yeah, he was excited uh, about that. Whatever. Yeah, right. man. But his name, I told him the name. I was like, yeah, it was like Milkman69. He's like, (laughs) good name. (laughs) (laughs) That should be his name. If it's not, he needs to get his PS5 taken away. My name is Man Milk69. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) No, I'd be like Spoiled Milk69 or something. Spill the cream 69, 420. Churn my milk. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, he's like five, like maybe five, ten episodes behind, so he needs to catch up to this one. <laughs> well, add me on PlayStation. My name is Chud Butter 69. <laughs> it's not that. It's not Chud Butter. Might be after this, though. That's a pretty sick name. 
Dick cheese. Dick cheese. cheese. <laughs> oh, that would have been dick yeah. cheese. Dick cheese and milkman. <laughs> yeah. Bravardize. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Esquire. Dick cheese. <laughs> dick cheese. And I'm milkman Esquire. <laughs> his lawyer. <laughs> yeah. Well, we could have a good thing going, but he's fucking around. Yeah. <laughs> uh, did you have anything else you want to add to Sodi, RG? Uh, just the ending. I loved it all together. Kind of just bring it all together. It was fantastic. Surprise is your favorite one. So far. So far. So far, yeah. <laughs> Devin? Uh, yeah, uh, I the heard man, the British accent. The man with the drinking problem. <laughs> uh, what? <laughs> Who? RJ? Yeah, you're an uh, asshole. I wouldn't say that he has a drinking problem. <laughs> Hold on. <laughs> the guy said he drank two and a half <sighs> pictures of IPA by himself. <laughs> that was in my past. <laughs> And I was with two that other people. That was just people. yesterday. <laughs> and then he smacked his knee against the shower curtain with his I just slipped on the water. I don't know. <laughs> I didn't drink it all this week besides Korean peach flavored soju that I had on the last night, which was two days after I hurt my leg. Hector, I fell in the shower. <laughs> it's all right. Anyways, yeah, I felt like the song was about me, and I felt personally attacked. I was like, fucking bitch, leave then. I don't give a shit. I'm not going to stop drinking, idiot. You're just a bully. But yeah, um, as soon as I heard the British accent, I was like, oh, I'm locked in. What you got got to say? Imagine if it was Australian. I mean, I was imagining it was Australian. Yeah. Close my eyes. You know, oh, yeah, it could be Australian. Um. Yeah, I really like the song. I uh, listened to, a f- I think I listened to a few other songs by her. Mm-hmm. Um, and I want to like dive deeper into that. I, th- the singles are hard for me to navigate. I do need like an EP at least or yeah. some cohesive idea. But yeah. I, I, she has a lot of material. Yeah. I don't think uh, she has a full album, but she just has a lot of songs. Yeah, a lot of singles. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I didn't think this was about her her dad until you said that. And I'm like, oh, that makes a lot more sense. Kind of puts a new like layer to the song. This one, at the same time, it had that melancholy feel where it, it wasn't like um, it wasn't like depressingly sad from the start. It's like it, it's a poppy song. Maybe it's just her British accent, but I, I yeah, I loved it. I loved her melodies like. She was good at everything. It it did sound. I know what RJ is saying with like the, um, it sounded like non organic or yeah. synthetic. I guess like, which I was fine with on this. You know, I'm fine with that for certain songs, and this one fit that bill. Like it sounded good. So, yeah, I don't think it would necessarily sound better acoustic, but I would listen to an acoustic version so, any day. So this one, like literally, just the authenticness of the sound of it, authenticity. I, I feel like. This is like a probably a perfect song the youth would listen to. Yes. Because yep. I was like, yeah. it's not like, you know, the real instruments and like being technical. It's just like, you know, this is in your face, sadness with like, you know, um, like, you know, you got your 808s and, you know, just a, like a synth added to it. So they're like, oh, I could do this from my computer and just somebody's singing. Yeah. Yeah. And they'd probably just jump on that. Like the minimalism is what's attracting a lot of the, the Gen Z to this type of music. And like, but minimalism also expanded, you know, where as minimalism for us would be like just me and an acoustic guitar, just me and a piano. But 
there's their generation needs more like digital stuff like editing put in yeah. other layers added which i appreciate because it's usually done really well like billy eilish yeah. olivia rodrigo's album was probably the best example of that billy yeah. eilish being second i want to send this mix to that girl that used to work with us that sent me like you know the sad songs that she listens to oh, yeah. and see if one she knows who these people are or two if she's like you just brought me to a whole new realm of musicians yeah yeah i'm yeah. gonna send it to her if anything she's probably knows the fourth person mm-hmm. hmm. yeah which there's a couple of reasons why she's on here. I thought the one I like her and I like her album a lot. Um, I think she's probably the closest person. If you listen to her album to Olivia Rodrigo on this mix. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but yeah. Uh, but there's another reason too, which is interesting. Uh, so the fourth song is Camden by Gracie Abrams off. This is what it feels like. Is this another New Jersey reference? Camden? Uh, yes. I Maybe, maybe. Oh, We're, okay. Not sure. Okay. Not sure. Uh, this is track number four, four minutes and six seconds. Uh, Gracie Madigan Abrams, American singer-songwriter. Her father is J.J. Abrams. Mm. Yes. What? Pretty interesting, huh? Okay. Because, like, typically, if you would see that, I'd be like, oh, this person probably fucking sucks. Yeah. <laughs> And I was, like, kind of surprised at how much I like her album. Her album yeah. for, like, how young she is and, like, making a full-length album. Like, I'm just, like, this is just as every bit as good as Olivia Rodrigo's album. But, um, <clears throat> yeah, this is what it feels wow. like is uh, the second commercial project from her. Uh, released November 12th, 2021 through Interscope Records. Uh, Abrams co-wrote all the tracks, serving as a producer on Feels Like, which that song's pretty awesome. Uh, the production mainly handled by Blake Slatekin and Aaron Dressner and Joel Little. Uh, this is what it feels like is primarily a pop record with influences of bedroom pop and indie pop. Um, yeah, this is probably one of the slower songs, if not the slowest song on there. Like, on if you if you guys haven't listened to this album, uh, or if anyone's going to, uh, it has a pretty wide variety of songs on there, similar to the Liberated Rodrigo, just showing that like she's pretty varied as an artist yeah uh and she's got some pretty high-end pop songs and then songs like this um but yeah i really 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 like her and i really really like this song um yeah but rj how'd you feel towards it uh this one just same thing with the melody um the d d d d i i love that throughout like the song um this is back to my authenticness of it I love the lyrics. They're fantastic. This is just an overall fantastic song. Um, uh, I don't know. I, I, I just absolutely love this song. When, as soon as it went from number three to four, I just fell in love with this one. Yeah, I think this song is probably... It's mostly piano, right? Um, yes. But I think this song is probably the song that, out of the five of them, is like most of just like this is just how I'm navigating life currently versus like the first song is like kind of how I've navigated life in the past. Uh, this song to me, just seems like it's how she's navigating things currently. Yeah. Yeah. I would agree. Like I fucking love this song. Yeah. It's, it's such fantastic. a good song, but I, I like it because it's the most well-written song on this mixtape by far. Yeah. Like, I couldn't really figure it out, but I'm pretty sure it's in 3-4 time. 
it has a rushed feeling to it. Like it's kind of uh, like manic that like you're like we were saying before, you don't get that resolution at the end of the bar because it's rushing into the next one. And she's talking about feeling like she's borderline. Yeah, exactly. Like talking about these emotions and like, incorporating like musicality in with your lyrics it, like that's my thing if you can do that hell yeah like this one sounded so good it had a great melody and i don't think i've ever heard a sad song like this or i guess what you said bedroom pop is yeah. the, the category which i like um i don't think i've ever heard a song a bedroom pop song in three four like the only thing that I could compare it to was the national, like the national does oh, these melancholy yeah. songs in different time signatures and that evokes an emotion in you. But this one like really resonated with me lyrically and musically. Like, yeah, she's it, talking about like, like I think at the end of the song, she says like, I never said it, but I know that I bury baggage till it's out of sight. Yes. Um, I think it's better if I hide it. I really hope that I survive this. Like, that is very, very adult understanding of yourself. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. When I'm towing the line that all of the time, that line all of the time, calling it fine, calling it fine. Like the the chorus of that, so simple but great, but that whole baggage line too. Yeah, yeah. I bury baggage till it's out of sight. Yeah. I love, <sighs> For some reason, the cigarette line always stands out to me. Mm. Just my brother kept me away from it for whatever reason of course she says yeah at least i'll never turn to cigarettes my brother shielded me from all of that yeah he said that smoking was a killer says he knows that i've been bitter like the way that the way that she rhymes and constructs these like from the beginning of the song it says i never said it but i know that i can't picture anything past 25 yeah like that time signature in that <laughs> the leading way, into the next. That could be like a pop punk song, the way that you yeah. just went through that. <laughs> I never said it, but I know that I <laughs> can't picture anything past 25. <laughs> Nobody likes you when you're 23. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I loved it. It's great. Which she, I, great. I think she's the oldest one on here. The, only, I, the oldest lady. I am surprised that she is related to J.J. Abrams. I love J.J. Abrams, but, like, the, the the children of any celebrity usually suck. Yeah. I can't think of an example of especially a cool if, one. Yeah, especially besides if Besides Colin, or uh, fucking Chet Hanks. Yeah, especially if they do stuff away from... Because there's plenty of, like, father-son or father-daughter, like, actresses or, like, directors. Yeah. If they're in the film industry... They normally work really well, like Francis Ford Coppola and Sofia Coppola. Like you yeah. got in the industry, but when like a younger, uh, uh, when one of the kids decides to go into like music, it's music like, especially, yeah, yeah, you don't have high hopes for it, no, because you think <laughs> it's just like, it, like the best example we had was uh, Rebecca Black with that song Friday. It was like a a meme song. Friday, Friday, gonna get down on Friday. Oh yeah. It was a dumbass pop song that had a whole music video and a, like a feature by Master P or something. <laughs> <laughs> like it had some weird feature in it, and you could tell like, and it come. It turns out the uh, the parents are like super affluent 
like socialites and they're like, yeah, our daughter wanted to be a pop star. So we made a music video for her. Yeah. <laughs> That's what you expect from JJ Abrams daughter. <laughs> yeah. I don't expect actual thoughtful songwriting and musicality and like, yeah, that's good. Yeah. Yeah. Beautiful. It's great. Yeah, it's pretty crazy. Yeah. These these young ladies. These young ladies. Yeah. Making me a real pedo. You know what I mean? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Did you know that uh, it's a, called a hebophile, actually. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> so I don't remember the name of the artist, the rapper, that went on with uh, Rebecca Black. But literally, I guess he was just like hiring his like thing that he did was hired like 13 year olds and he has like literally like seven different artists that he did this with but rebecca black's the only one that actually blew up oh so he just kind of like so that, that, that was his thing he yeah. worked he at had... like a music video place where rich mm-hmm. people went he was domain dupree with little bow wow uh, and uh, yeah. little romeo so not r kelly no not no 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 no, no. We, can't, we can't say that i don't think right, right? i don't know wasn't he he was acquitted right he's good oh, yeah, he's all yeah. good he's free yeah he's trapped in that closet <laughs> he's in that closet now oh. that'd be funny if they're like you get sentenced to 30 years in a closet like, <laughs> no i've been there before <laughs> please don't put me back in the closet <laughs> i can't go back in the closet <laughs> all right so after gracie abrams uh i ended it with a uh, rosie darling uh, with a song called Witness. Um, this is coming off of her uh, 2021 EP, Coping. Uh, it's the second song on there, 3 minutes and 55 seconds. Uh, intense emotional growth is often the best fuel for a musician's creative fire, and any pop song tr- songstress, Rosie Darling, has certainly turned pain into beauty on Coping, her debut EP on Network Records. Even the title is an indicator of the kind of mindset that Rosie embodies, one that pushes her to continuously learn more about herself than share those lessons with the rest of the world. Uh, Previously, she had uh, top-lined on several tracks, connecting with producers and coming into songwriting with those sessions. Um, After moving to L.A. from the East Coast, Rosie took on the daunting task of networking in the city, blah, 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 blah. Um, yeah, so there was, uh, there's Rosie Darling and then there's just Rosie, two separate artists. I saw that. Rosie's good too. She almost yes. made this list. She has a song that's like about, it's called like retail therapy. I think it's a really good song. Oh. Um, yeah. So Rosie Darling and Rosie, Rosie didn't make it because some of Rosie's stuff sounds similar to me as Sodi's stuff. So wanted to, uh. There's it. also a song by John Mayer called Rosie. Oh. John Mayer's coming here in March. Oh, Salt Lake City? Yeah, I saw ads. Is it Same him with, with Dead and Company, or is it I think it's just, just him. him. Oh, my God. I might show my job for that. Oh, I'm going to have to get vaccinated for that. <laughs> just imagine, just dung, dung, dung. You're like, who's at the door? Just Devin's like, hey, John's here. Can I stay the night? <laughs> John Mayer's here. I'm staying in your front yard. Bye. No, you know what's also funny? It's like... So going to that arena, like you have to be vaxxed or you have to have a, a COVID test. Mm. And guess who's coming? Who? Jordan Peterson. I was going to say Ben Shapiro. Yeah. <laughs> oh. That's going to be so funny. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I don't even know what Jordan Peterson's stance is on all of this because he's so backwards on everything. everything. Like, <laughs> he just changes mind. So, like, is he or is he not on Xanax right now? Because that's really going to determine a lot of this. Yeah. 
Because I get it. Like the whole like speech tour that he went on when he was like talking about like clean, you just gotta clean your room. <laughs> yeah, and your little it's a metaphor for your life. I'm like that's a Xanax thought, and I get it. Yeah, now he's off Xanax, and I don't, <laughs> I don't know if we want to see that Jordan Peterson. It's funny because I grew up with that saying. So like yeah. my mom it's a military thing. Yeah, my mom had these two sayings for us as a kid. One is a messy room is a messy mind. And so like when I wake up in the morning, which is it kind of plays into this mix. Typically when I wake up, I wake up before everyone else and I clean the house. That's just what I do. Mm. And it's because a messy room is a messy mind. I just think better when I've got a clean space. Yep, yep, yep. She also had the saying which was don't go to bed with a price on your head. So that's <laughs> Good advice. Yes. Yeah. Amazon, I always check out that shit. Yeah. <laughs> I buy whatever's in the cart. Yeah, always clear your bag. I think literally there's like $400 worth of like pants on there right now for Devin. I, yeah, I bought that shit. Yeah. You bought my pants? No, I didn't buy your pants. <laughs> buy my pants. Yeah. Come on, you man. You live by Mike's motto. Like, buy me know. some pants. You can't go to sleep till you buy me my pants. <laughs> Come on, he man. He steals my Amazon Prime account. We're just throwing that out now. Be a buddy, guy. <laughs> Come on, friend. Buy me some pants. <laughs> yeah. Um so witness uh one of the reasons why I chose this song was because it's the song out of all of them that is the most uh juvenile, I would say. Like it's the one that's like about a relationship. Mm. And it's the uh dealing with a relationship in an interesting way, which I absolutely love the line that she has, which is like what she say like uh uh, it like it doesn't matter to me that you've learned how to listen or learn how to talk. Um, I can't remember which way it goes, but I love that line from her. Yeah, yeah. I mean, she's basically just saying that she doesn't want to be a witness to him and his shenanigans after their relationship. Yeah, yeah. I this uh, this one I felt like was. Oh, not overproduced, but it was the most produced song. Like I have in my notes, uh, layers. Mm-hmm. There was a lot of layers to this, which kind of translates to the juvenile aspect of it in a way. Ooh, I'm glad you learned to talk, but I don't want to listen. That's what. It oh, is. I'm sorry. I'll shut up then. <laughs> sorry. It's a lyric, Devin. It's a lyric. <laughs> I just, oh, okay. Sorry. I just love that line because it just shuts down. Like if you're arguing with someone, it's like, I'm really glad you learned how to argue, but like yeah. I just don't give a fuck. <laughs> <laughs> There's a girl I used to work with that uh that told me what her boyfriend used to say every time they got in an argument. <laughs> and I was it's the best fucking line. He just he would just go like every time she was yelling at him for something, he's like, Okay, Hannah, it's your world. I just live in it. <laughs> Like, oh everything. shit! That's awesome. What do you What do you do to that? Yeah. I want to use that. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, it was like it was produced really well. There's a lot of like good layers to it, and it sounded uh, like this one reminded me a lot of Halsey. Oh, in, interesting. Uh, in a like in a good way, like yeah. the best parts of Halsey, the ho- parts of Halsey that I like, like mm-hmm. the non-radio ones. Um, like the genuine parts of Halsey, which she has some music that is very authentic to her from what it seems. And then she has the stuff that other people write for her. Yeah. And this one's not like, this is another example, same thing throughout the whole mixtape. Like these are lyrics that aren't, they're just specific enough to be 
genuine. Right, yeah. You know, like they are it is a generic like juvenile song not in like the the bad sense. Um but in the sense that it is just about a relationship, I guess, but uh, it's a very like personal song. I liked it. Yeah, I the, she like she literally says I know that you always need to feel seen, but I can't give you what you need. Yeah. <laughs> like I just yeah. love like how but, direct she is of being like, yeah. yeah, I just like I can't I can't deal with your bullshit, man. I just can't do it. Yeah. <laughs> how are we relating to these young women so much? I don't it's get it. The algorithms turning us into pedos. Oh, man. Hebos. <laughs> By the way, I just looked up front row tickets to John Mayer. It's two thousand dollars. Hell yeah. <laughs> so I'll be there in March, brother. <laughs> If we can fit in another monster jam in the meantime, I'm down. If if you if I will upgrade your front row tickets to backstage passes. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. You just get you just get here where there's two thousand and I'll I'll get the oh. right so, so literally <laughs> I don't know if you guys true. remember that conversation last time. I don't remember when. But literally Yes, Devin I had gets, a dream about this. Devin shows up backstage, John's all like Oh, Devin's here. Yeah, <laughs> he you got that man. crappy amp over there. Is no, that all you could afford? No, and it goes just, right back to that. Everybody's just quiet, and RJ's already there. And be like, <laughs> dude, 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 Devin's here. What's going we gotta on? Go. Here. We got to go. We got to go. He's like, I got to go. Next tour. See you later. Yeah, I got to go like play music and stuff. Be cool. Yeah, I got to be in the next town like in like Fine. an hour or so. But I prep my mouth, John. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I've been mouth stretching. Just do a lot of oh, I bleach, oh. I bleach my asshole for you, John. <laughs> my body's a wonderland. Oh. Anything you need, John. I made it into a wonderland for you. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, RJ, how'd you feel towards this song? So this this song, I went back and forth with it, emotions, um, just kind of regarding the auth- authenticity. Of the songs versus authenticness, yes, versus like the other fake, like just kind of just one person sitting at a keyboard. Just, I made a whole song in like ten minutes, kind of sound, and I went back and forth with that. And then I heard this one, and I was just like, ah, I don't know. But then hearing it over and over again, I like the lyrics a lot. I like her presentation of this. I just kind of wish it was less produced. Mm-hmm. It was more just like if I had just like literally just. Like just throw in a real instrument, and I probably would have loved it that much more. What about a sitar? How about I take a sitar as well? I'm pretty sure there's a like a a xylophone in there. I think there is. Yeah, Yeah. there was something rocking that xylophone. That was probably just like a MIDI. You don't know that. Oh, you don't. Don't judge. I know my fruity. Maybe that's her instrument. Maybe she loves the xylophone. Maybe she's Max Rebo. Alicia Keys songwriter got her got her start on the harp. That's not a traditional instrument. That isn't. Yeah, open your mind, RJ. You guys Um, know who Max Rebo is? Max Rebo, no, no, Max Miller, founder of Reebok Shoes. No, he's that cool blue alien in Return of the Jedi playing Tickling the Ivories. Oh, okay. Palace. (laughs) (laughs) I am very familiar with Max Rebo. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes, that's not the Anakin guy. Uh-oh. Anakin, no, no, that's Guado. 
and that's a decades difference of time that we're talking about here. Yeah, you're talking about Phantom Menace when Anakin (laughs) is a young boy. I'm talking about when Luke is walking into Jabba's. Oh yeah, this is what he has a child. Darth Vader is already Darth Vader. He's an old ass man. Comes in, it's like. I must have missed that one. Devin. And Scatman comes in. <laughs> yeah, and Salacious Crumb is just, <laughs> just up there, you know, laughing. Is that the little guy's name? Yeah, the little... Uh, little creature? The little Dobby Elf? Yeah, Salacious Crumb. Oh, he's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, it, continue Max Rebo. It, it was a good song. <laughs> I just wish it, they did something with... I don't know, but it would change us, the, the whole thing of the song. I didn't hate it, but it was just probably one of those where I was just thrown off that I wish there was more of song four into this. Um, but overall, it was a great song. It was, it was a really good song. I love the lyrics on it. Um, and I think it was a nice way to you know, finish everything, too. Yeah, it was a little sleepy timing with the little ding dings. I do appreciate at that, yeah. Some ding dings. Yeah. See, if I think if you would have did all of it like this, a I would have been ting. like, cool, it finished ting, with the ting tings. A ting ting and a ting a ting ting. But like, there's not much grievances. But I mean, if I had to throw something, I'd throw that with the ting tings. Not that's you know, not the ting tings. That's a different artist. That's from Bob's Burgers. There's a there's a section where they go a ting, a ting ting, ting 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 ting. It's so many fucking songs on that show. It's ridiculous. Yeah. Devin, did you have anything to add? Um, no, I, lo- I love the song. I I understand where RJ's coming from with it, um, but I needed variety on here, RJ. I know, I well, know. but it also no, it works. Go- it goes it with other songs. Works. Yeah, it, it goes. It with also song does work. Three. Yeah, yeah. And like song, I'm gonna say it's song three. If there's a spectrum of songs, two would be at the beginning, five would be at the end. Mm-hmm. You know, as far as like, uh, like melancholy sadness to maybe even one would be at the end, but like. But as far as like production value, like uh, this one does have the most. Yeah. But it still felt good. Like I, basically, it seemed like the artist was trying to make a poppy song, but also try to make music that she wanted to make. Mm-hmm. You know, and try I to think bridge. She did a good job. Yes. Yeah. That's the thing. That. So like, I do agree with you in the sense that it's like, oh yeah, all the like all the instruments. And the other songs are great to have, but it doesn't take away from the fact that this song is just as good as all those other ones without being a you know a stripped natural down. yeah being a stripped down version of it. Like you can turn an acoustic song into a pop song if it's like this and it's still good. So yeah, I get where you're coming from, but I did like this one a lot. Yeah, I think I said last week that another commonality with the. This type of bedroom pop, sad girl music is just there, which even though the musicality changes, their vocal uh, range is about the same between all five. Yeah. Of these <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like no one's getting too crazy out there. They're all but no one's doing like whispering like Billie Eilish. It's all just like kind of like middle of the road, maybe a little bit highs here, a little bit lows here. And that's about it. I feel like. The f- I think it was the first one or Sodi. I think it was Madeline or Sodi. One of those had a legitimately like good voice that was being restrained. Yeah, I think you know Madeline. I think it was Madeline. Yeah, but yeah, I remember hearing that and being like, "Oh, yeah." Th- I thought this was going to be girls with like, 
you know, girl voices right. because any girl can sing. That's the thing. Like guys have like stupid, you know, dumb sounding voices where you can't just sing a melody and make it sound good. But any girl can just pick up a melody and make it sound listenable. And these girls are actually like all of these are like trained good singers. But yeah, Madeline definitely, you know, she's well, got range. Yeah, that's like my one of my main reasons why I didn't put Liz, Lizzie McAlpin on here is because she's yeah. just so good, so fucking good, and she's just able to to hide if she needs to. But yeah. she's just so good at what she does, and like I like all of these artists that are on here. She's just way better than them. So she's <laughs> so good. So it just would have stuck out weird. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I listened to that EP by her after I listened to this mix on yeah. the way home from that bike ride. Different production value just, from her other oh. ones, her other records that she has. Yeah, but still good. I loved it. Like yeah. oh, that. I think it was the second song in there. Something about a, like a therapist. I'm like, mm-hmm. Fuck, this is. Good ass song, which it's like I think she's a little bit older. I don't know if she's older than Gracie Abrams. She might be, but mm. it's funny because I mean, give it some time, and I think Sodi can be pretty, pretty fucking good. Yeah, but she's still pretty young. Yeah, so. there's a lot of these artists in the UK. Yeah, you know, like Birdie and Dodie, Birdie and Dodie, Birdie and Dodie, Sodi and Floaty and Frodo and Podo and Pogo and Hoppy. Yeah, Gandalf. Gandalf, <laughs> Dumbledore. I wish I was a rapper. I would just yeah. go by Gandalf. <laughs> I'd go by Hermione. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. Archie, what would your rap name be? Um, I th- Archie Stoppy. It'd be Moaning be- Myrtle. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Harry Potter. <laughs> oh, Harry, move those bubbles. She looks at his dick. Yeah, she's looking at his dick. <laughs> she's like, I can go underwater and look at your dick. <laughs> she's so horny. Lily jumps in the water. He's just like creating magic down there. He's like, Liviosa. <laughs> I don't get why he didn't fuck that ghost. <laughs> yeah, that's my bathroom buddy. For sure. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> He's like, no, moaning motel. Tell me how to open the sag. I'm like, no, fucking bust in her mouth, Harry. <laughs> no, I think she literally it's it. just where she's just like, complain, complain. Blah, blah, blah. Yeah. It's like, shut up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, one of the professors walks in there with a towel. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm like, oh, moaning motel's already busy. <laughs> be Professor Snape. Later. <laughs> It'd totally be Professor Snape. Yeah. No, no bro. Snape, you don't Snape know. can't get hard. No, he's still in love with Harry's mom. That's the reason why he does all of this is because Fine. he's in love with yeah, his mom. That's true. He's an incel that just can't get over. Yep. Yeah. Unrequited love. No. Tale of the soul this time. <laughs> you know? But yeah. Dumbledore, he'd go in there rock hard. He's <laughs> gay. He don't care. Mouth to mouth. He's gay. <laughs> no, nah, mouth to mouth. <laughs> Here, put the staff in me. <laughs> Ain't no such thing as gay when when there's ghosts involved. <laughs> um, all right, so for Devin, I guess three, four, one. All right, so this is where it got tricky for me. Yeah, it's tricky for me. I don't know my favorite song in there. Yeah, so three and four are my favorite songs. I chose three. Ooh, hot dog. Four. 
four might three okay hold on, hold on. it's back, really like one more time it's like neck and neck I, I really both of them are a favorite song i chose three though my least favorite was two. Oh, interesting and i love that song yeah my favorite artist is four nice so that's why i didn't pick her for the favorite song because i really did want to like say that i love i love sody too like yeah. that that was great uh four is the only one that i Really dove in deeper and listened to a lot of other stuff. Oh, nice. Did you listen to the album? I listened to an EP. I think she was the one that had like an EP listed as a single and whatnot. Oh, okay. But I think I listened to that. It might have been the one that this was off of, but all these were confusing to try to like find what I'm going to listen to. Um, I listened to her and I listened to some more Rosie Darling and then I listened to Rosie. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And then I think some more of the Mia, even though she was my technically least favorite i i really appreciated that song so yeah. yeah three two four nice so you right on the first one um very wrong on the on the least favorite yeah seriously yeah and then i mean one i did i loved as well so one could have been my favorite artist all right our jizzle i guess Thanks. five three four for you so yeah i mean yeah okay um <laughs> So going through this, and it's kind of remember last week, you were just literally like, or was it my mix? Yeah, it was my mix where you're just like, you're like, I don't have like a least favorite fantastic mix, right? Yeah. (laughs) So I was just like, I went through this and I was like, I don't hate any of the songs. Right, yeah. And I was like, it's kind of hard because I was like, it's a weird predicament. And I kind of went back and forth. But I say if I had to pick my favorite, I I would go to four. Four was fantastic. Loved the melody, loved all those. Jeez, um, I'm surprised that you guys are like similar on this mix. I I am too. Yeah. I thought ours would be one. Yeah, that my least favorite one because of the weird, I guess, major scale or just kind of that. It would be song one. It was my least favorite wow. one. And then I kind of went from I, okay. So I had this weird of like, who would I want to look into? Like, who, who is would my I want to f- fuck? Right? Yeah, who I want to fuck? Yeah. <laughs> and I kept on jumping back Evil and forth. Five. I was like, I like two. <laughs> I like three. But then I looked up pictures of three. <laughs> I get it. But Go on. I, but I went to four, and I was just like, all right, I I think I would have to go back to who I picked as my favorite song in four. Right. Oh, hot dog. But I was like, there's a lot of those where I was like, there's nobody I really hate. I would listen to this yeah. mix again. Gracie yeah. wins on this one. Yeah, I thought that RJ would have liked Gracie for sure. Yeah, I, I was not expecting that. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. Makes me happy. All right, well, who, which one wants to rate me? Rate, rate me. me Let me go first. 4.8 out of 5. Oh, hell yeah, brother. Yeah. <laughs> very, very solid mix. Uh, listened to it a bunch. Made me pay attention to lyrics. Five artists I had never heard of before. Like Easy listening. Uh, easy listening, easy too. Listening. Yeah, and I, I loved all of the songs. Like I would listen to full albums by all five of these artists on repeat. Yeah. You know, loved it. Hell yeah, four point eight. Yeah, see, I'm not as nice. You never are with me, RJ. Never are. I um, give you fives, yeah. like yeah. candy. And he made a mix for you, for yeah. you. Where's That's your Beatles Tom Petty mix, bitch? <laughs> <laughs> no, don't I, do that. I'd That'd be all, bad. No, like I pick all the <laughs> yeah. top songs, and Mike be like, "No, here comes the sun." Hey, That's a good one. That's my favorite Beatle. Is it? Yeah, George is my favorite Beatle. Fuck. That's right. off the my dr- favorite Beatles album. Is he the Road. drummer? Fuck. All right. Um, yeah, he's the drummer. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Anyway. He plays um, the sitar. 
Uh, so literally, I was just like, I, I, I like this mix. It was a good mix. I think my only, like, you know, you've heard my, my it's issues with it. It's not a real it. complaint. Whatever <laughs> you're about to say. It's invalid. This is the Filipino side of you coming out. <laughs> so I was just like, the first song. If you can't find anything nice to say, say something very negative instead. <laughs> That's so was like, how he was raised. The first song, I was just like, all right, I wish there was there was not as happy. I just want sad. I, so I was like, it is a sad lyrically, but I was like, I just want more from the first song. Um, I think and then if you wanted uh, more than her biting her lip until it bleeds. Yeah. Okay, okay. You said it, you said it made you feel. It was the music that kind of just like, ah. That's the juxtaposition yeah. that's interesting. That's Give me my minors. Talking about, Give me my RJ. minors all the way across. Do I need to go no. through 18 the and older, but of minors. Art? Do I need to go through the principles of art and design with you? Yes, please. All right. All right. One, you have line. Nine. Two, form. form. Shape. <laughs> color. Okay. This more applies to paintings, I I, and I'm out of. I take that. I take this back. I don't want to do okay. this anymore. It was nice though. Juxtaposition. So they all. Oh, to, contrast is one of them. It all has to be minors, but yeah. as long as they're over eighteen. <sighs> minors aren't over eighteen though. That's, no, that's it. Gets weird. Is it a problem though? <laughs> <laughs> that's what stage you're in. <laughs> or country. Or country. Yeah. <laughs> And then I think I think it was just my my mind you my complaint about the uh, like you know how real instruments versus the fake ones which is not bad I, I gave you a four point six five oh hot dog so I was like it was still a fantastic mix but I think those were my only small grievances that I had man my last two mixes with you RJ have been good I liked them I liked them a lot yeah. like literally I could play this one and I'd be like I'm content with it I would only tweak those couple things and that would have been easily a way better score if not five out of five. Nice. You know, I never get extra kudos from RJ. Never like, oh, you gave me a variety of songs. They're all kind of different, but they work together. I don't think you can do anything in life for RJ. People (laughs) like thank you for it. I'll blink songs and I'll suck you off. I'm like, "Ah, four point (laughs) three. No, even if you, even if it was all your five favorite blink songs, you would be like. Well, you put like the five best songs, and I'd really you like to hear the like longer version. There's yeah. actually a shorter version on their unreleased yeah. stuff that's on Spotify. You'd be like, "Oh, it's too, it's too much blink for a mixtape." <laughs> <laughs> You'd that's find a fucking reason. That's I not know true. You that's would. not. Yeah, that's true. That's true. I'm like this can't be perfect. True. Yeah, yeah, I mean, I'll give myself a five out of five just because I like this mix a lot. <laughs> I listen Good. to it yeah. all the time. <laughs> yeah. It was a good mix. I enjoyed it. I started scrolling through the uh, like recommended Spotify mixtapes, um, and that's when I started noticing the name thing. Yeah, you know, like for example, uh, Mio, Mia Giovina. Mm-hmm. If I was a record executive, I'd be like, change your name to Mia Giovanna. Yeah, because it flows better, you know. But that's not what people are doing nowadays. Like Olivia Rodrigo now is a household name but when she came out it's like that's an awkward name to say and is she a disney star or is she a musician yeah you know like she there's there's something that's happening with like the names of them where when i look through the list i'm like i don't know who to start with and like there's a bunch of guys on there and i don't want to get into the guys of it like i don't want to i don't care what an 18 year old guy has to say musically yeah normally i don't know because i haven't listened to it but it, I I want to go through those um, 
like through those mixtapes or through those playlists and look for some more artists like this. I guess I'll just look up bedroom pop now. Didn't know that was a category. Yeah, there's some uh, some of the ones that didn't make it on this mix was Delana, Delaney Bailey. She's really good. She's really stripped down with like just an acoustic guitar. Uh, Shy Martin, uh, she's really good. Sarah Keys, Lennon Stello is really good, but she's more Ooh, pop. I heard her. Yeah. I found, really yeah. That, see, that name stuck out. Mm-hmm. Like, that's a good example because I don't know if that's a real name. If it is, great. But, like, those two names, like, Lennon evokes the Beatles, you know. Or communism. Or communism, <laughs> yeah. If it was Stalin Stella, then hell yeah, I'd be down. <laughs> Wasn't a big Lennon fan, but. They have uh, a bedroom pop uh, mixtape for five hours and 54 minutes. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I think but, uh, Maisie Peters was the other one. She's really good, too. Is that one of the girls that did... There was, like, a YouTube video that went viral years ago with Maisie and her little sister, and she was, like, 14, and her sister was, like, 8. Maybe. And they, they played music, and I was always wondering, like, like when these girls get older and actually have, like, stuff to write songs about, I'm curious what they're going to be like, because they have... A good musical sensibility. I think it was Maisie and Lennon, actually. Yeah, I'm not sure. I know Maisie, huh. she's British. Okay. So I don't know. Hmm. Yeah. But yeah, yeah, there's there's lots of good ones out there. Yeah, I just have a I have a big playlist called Sad Sad. Yeah. I just got all my sad my sad sets in there. It's funny because there's a whole other side of like sad girl music, like the Phoebe Bridgers and like Soccer Mommy is yeah. kind of sad girl music, but in more of like a 90s throwback way. But what yeah. about like Blink-1 and 2? Where are you? They're not girls. Okay. Paramore no, now, like, that's sad girl. Yeah, she's she's she on the... Sad girl I have now. two. I have uh, my younger sad girls, and then I have my older sad girls. <laughs> mm-hmm. She's on my older sad girl next. Is Lady Gaga on your lady, older sad girls? Uh, Yes. Okay. But it kind of... It's very specific. It's yeah. mostly just a star From the born. soundtrack. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I love how you like it. I knew it. So, yeah, it's not kind of Lady Gaga. Give me something, boy. <laughs> oh, fuck that. I'm watching that movie again soon. That movie's so good. It's weird how often I want to watch that movie, too. Oh, like, I'll just see it and off. be like, oh, it's so sad, but I just want to watch it. <laughs> yeah. I thought it was going to be corny as shit, and I it's did so not good. care about it. I even heard people talk shit about it before I watched it, and I had a negative opinion going into it, and I was like, this movie's going to be stupid. I don't think I had a negative opinion. It was just one of those, I'm like, ah, you know, it's going to be like Star's movie. Yeah, it's going to be a popular movie. Yeah. And then I think I watched it, and literally I was like, this was a fantastic movie. It hurt my heart. Oh, it did hurt. It hurt a lot. You know, it it was just like, I bite my my lip. So I don't cry. Yeah, you know. I've been hey, starting crying. You're not allowed to reference that lyric. Sorry, yeah. sorry, sorry. We'll go to song <laughs> yeah, two. Shit about that. <laughs> you're a monster when you drink. My favorite. Line. <laughs> there you go. There you go. Asshole when you drink. Yeah. One of my favorite lines of that movie. It's like super meta. Is when uh, Sam, uh, fuck, what's his name? Sam Shepard is like, you stole my voice, Tim. Because, oh, Sam like, Elliott? Or Sam Elliott, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, she stole my fucking voice. Yeah. <laughs> it's like yeah. he literally yeah. patterned yeah. his voice off of sam elliott's voice yeah you know it's yeah. just funny stole my fucking voice stole my fucking voice <laughs> oh man that in la la land la la land i was like this movie's dumb fucking musicals are stupid and i watched it and i was like 
That was a work of art. Yeah. And it hurt me. City of Stars. It made me hopeful. Yeah, fucking City of Stars. Goddamn. Playing that whole, that jazz melody throughout the entire fucking movie in different forms in a movie about jazz, which is the whole essence of jazz, is other things working around a central Oh, that's why I hated that movie. Fuck you. A white guy. It was longer than five minutes. (laughs) A Canadian white guy that looks like Ryan Gosling knows more about jazz than John Legend. You know what I mean? Uh well, okay. I would say yes because John Legend is an idiot. He doesn't, he yeah. doesn't have much jazz. I would say yeah, Ryan Gosling probably does know more about jazz because John Legend's a fucking idiot. And what's his name? Ryan Gosling listens to punk rock music, so you know, he yeah. probably listens to jazz too. That Mickey Mouse fuck. Yeah. Was he in the Mickey Mouse Club? Yeah. Shit. Well, um, I've been patiently waiting for Devin's follow-up rebuttal. Uh, I'm so <laughs> nervous about where this is going to go. I've just been waiting just because there's so much uh, 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 riding on this, Devin. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that I, you may just not care. You may just not care. I don't know. We'll find I, don't, I don't know what the more alpha move would be, you know, to grovel at your feet and say, here is my rebuttal, sir. Oh, yeah. Like, an alpha move would be to snowball him. Oh, like... Like, you take the load in your mouth, mm-hmm. but then you spit it back at My own mouth. load? No, his load. Oh. He, he comes in your mouth, mm. you spit it back in his mouth. <laughs> oh, I'm torn because that's so alpha, but, like, it's so not alpha to take the load <laughs> in your mouth. Well... This week's mixtape is called I Just Jazzed My Pants. <laughs> okay, I'd love the title. <laughs> yeah, I'm down for this. <laughs> I hope this is not the jazz that RJ likes. Well, uh, I'll, I'll just say it's it's newer jazz artists. That's what Ooh. I kept it to. Okay. There was too much in the past that I could have gone through, but I decided to keep it my pants. within the past 20 years. Mm-hmm. Um, and a lot of it is... Uh, I mean, there's really, like, uh, one main jazz scene out there right now with, like, the Kamasi Washington, but it it centers a little bit around that, but also around, like, the current uh, Blue Note roster. So, modern jazz. Not too long. Not too long. Yeah. Was going to be longer, but I found a song that I like better. (laughs) All right, well, I'm excited. All right. Uh. See, we'll see, we'll see, RJ. We'll see. Yeah, we'll see. Is this is gonna be a five? I don't know. Mm. We'll see when we get there. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think it's gonna be five. I'm feeling strong three point eights on this one all around. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but a strong three point eight. Yeah, yeah. Who do you do you think RJ will like it more than me? Mm. What's your you prediction? send this to my other number. I sent it to the group text that you just sent your Trump gloves to. I don't know what goddamn burner phone you have on you right now, but get your shit together, RJ. Oh, I don't know. That was Kyle that just texted Oh, fucker. (laughs) You want me to, like, airdrop it to you or something? I don't know how to do this. All I have is a penguin and it is Trump gloves, all right? (laughs) Okay. Uh, Did you get it now? It says on my way. No. (laughs) Oh, there you are. You just sent it to me. I did just send it to you because you're bitching about it. 
figure out your shit, RJ. I think most of these, some of these are on my mix that you sent me. <laughs> I sent you a mix? You sent me a jazz music that I might be interested in. Did you listen to it? I have. Okay. Wait, really? Wow. When did you, did you make that before the podcast for him? I think uh, yeah. that was a, a while ago. A long time ago. I was like, I want something that's like, bah, 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 and he's like, got you. Listen to these seven artists. And I was like, cool. Well, Thanks. it started out as that. And I was like, okay, Art Blakey. I'll send him like the Jazz Messengers uh, Kyoto album. And then he's like, no, it's like something different. All right. So, so I, th- I just started putting a bunch of shit on there. And I was like, ooh, I actually like this song too. And then it just evolved into something else. I think I recognized maybe two of the covers. So I don't know who the rest of the people are. Okay. Three two of, of the covers? Two of the covers. So oh, they cover the album. Like the album covers. Yeah. I yeah. thought you meant like there are covers of old jazz standards that you no, love. yeah, <laughs> blink songs, blink songs, like, all this. Oh yeah, things. these standards. I'm familiar with these deeply. <laughs> yeah, no, oh, Ruby, my dear. Yes, I'm quite. Did familiar you know John with this and, one. John and I? We sit there and literally play jazz songs all the, all the time. Really? Yeah. Is John your bathroom buddy? Oh. Is he your potty buddy? The mayor. Uh, <laughs> Oh, John Mayer? Yeah. Oh, that there, John. Yeah. Fuck. Oh, you're his bathroom buddy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's like, <laughs> can I play this for you? When I'm just like, you know. And I'm like, oh, you can play anything for me while you, you know. So you're his bathroom buddy. I, we, so you, we switch. You give him, you give him <laughs> your hand when he's stepping in the shower? Oh, yeah. <laughs> By handing me dick, right? And you won't do that, <laughs> and you won't do that for me. <laughs> His body's a Showers are dangerous. They need some <laughs> fucking skateboard grip tape on them or something. I feel like that's somewhere where, like, two guys are standing naked and one guy slips and falls, and the only thing he can do so where you reach out to grab onto you is. <laughs> no, you're thinking of that uh, Sistine Chapel painting with uh, the guys touching fingers. But they're dicks? Yeah, well, I call that the slip dicks, and yeah. slide. Ooh. Yeah. That's typically what they call pussies. <laughs> <laughs> Slip and slides? <laughs> you know. You know. That's p- pussies. I I never wanted to go on the slip and slide as a kid because I thought it was gonna hurt me, but if <laughs> no. I know it was pussies, I would have gone so long ago. Yeah, you just gotta get get that gruel popping on that slip. Get that gruel. <laughs> get that gruel dripping. <laughs> <laughs> Man, I wish there was a little John song called Gruel Drippin'. <laughs> Gruel Drippin'. <laughs> Drippin' in here. Drippin' is hot. All right. Well, oh, that's what I was going to tell you. I, I was th- when I was watching those uh, uh, Shane Gillis skits that yeah. you sent me. Yeah. Um, I, was just, I was thinking, because I don't know why... For some reason, it works in my head really well that you can build a show like that around. You know how like they're working at a tire place and then they're working at like a like a lumber mill, lumber yard or something like yeah. that. Yeah, a sitcom like that could just work in a sex shop. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah, yeah. You have people coming in constantly because I was just yes. thinking about like how funny it would be if a guy is in a sex shop trying to shop for a dildo for his wife. And he's getting asked questions about what size oh. she would want. Yeah. And trying to explain the size that she is, but also explain the size that he is. Yeah. In relation to what she might like in the dildo. Like, just show me. Like, yeah. Just show me what you're working with. Like, I don't really feel comfortable. I can't really get a good gauge for what to buy for your wife if you just don't show me. Like, come on. <laughs> 
Yeah, because I mean, there's got to be all sorts of hijinks that happen in sex yeah. shops. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. Just trench coat guys coming in. I was hit by a by a dildo by a gay man in a sex shop. In your ass. Was he your, was he your bathroom buddy? No, he just attacked Ooh, me with the dildo. Hold on. We'll talk next time. No, no, no. You can find us. <laughs> Explain. You were in a sex shop. Yes. And you were attacked by a gay man yes. with a dildo. Yes. Yep. So now, was he, he angry? Worked, he worked at the sex shop, and I knew him from prior you know, arrangements, work. we'll say. Yeah, arrangements. <laughs> I knew him from a, a previous job. A previous relationship. <laughs> we'll call it a hand job. No, no, no. A previous job. So he's like, oh, you guys should like hang out because I haven't seen you in a while. So then I show up, right? And I'm like, I've never been to a sex shop. <laughs> you and him should hang out? Uh, the, the, he, amongst other fellow coworkers. So he we went there with like, can, can I just while? say why? <laughs> right now, we're, we, we did drugs together. Okay, yeah. I so was Coke. Yeah. So, uh, so, yeah. so, so <laughs> yeah. we did. That, explain, that explains everything. So You're he's like, like oh, gay guys, guys, sex shop, you cocaine. You should hang <laughs> out. And he you got were doing fired. with him, huh? <laughs> yeah. he got, I wish. <laughs> he got fired from that job. Then he got another job, and he's like, hey, I haven't seen you guys in a while. Come he on down. He got fired from a different sex shop? No, 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 another job that he had prior. Uh, so then he got a job at the sex, sex shop. shop. <laughs> and he's like, hey, I haven't seen you guys in a while. Come on by. So Was he we a went construction down. worker? <laughs> no, no. <laughs> With that he's fellow associate. He was a glory hole maker. Yeah. <laughs> it's ready. That was quick. It's like, nah, it'll be a minute. Oh, this is load-bearing glory hole. We can't, <laughs> we can't just drill straight through this. We got to reinforce it. This one's curved a little yeah. bit. Oh, round hole. Um, so I went in there, and he's like, you should go in that room. And I'm like, what's never been into a sex shop before. So I'm like, what's, what's in that room? I was probably 18 or something. And I was like, this is different. And he's like, yeah, just go in that room. I'm like, well, what's in that room? He's like, oh, that's where the toys are. And I'm like, the toys? You mean like a dildo? And he's like, yeah, go check it out. You mean so, like Transformers and Power Rangers? <laughs> <laughs> so I go through. Next thing I know, I get it fucked in the ass. <laughs> so there, there's the beads kind of like, you know, the hanging beads from the Anal door. Anal beads, yeah. <laughs> Come from the door. You know, and I the walk beads. in there. The beads. Yeah. <laughs> And I go in there, and they're just playing the Beatles and just... Uh, the Beatles? The Beatles. Oh, yeah. <laughs> the anal Beatles. So then, literally, I, I walk in there. Ass, I'm <laughs> fucking so hard I could come on your face right now. <clears throat> RJ's camera starts to turn, <laughs> and he's like psychedelic all of a sudden. The yellow cummerine. <laughs> all the snakes and like the, you know, the things start penetrating me. And the elephants with their, you know, the whoa, whoa, whoa! Why do you oh, go to man. snakes penetrating? Yeah. You? No, I was, I was on, I was on acid. It's nothing to do with the Beatles. <laughs> Satan's fucking you. I could say Sergeant Pecker's Lonely Fart Club band. <laughs> that makes sense. Yeah. I get that. So then I walk through Gapey the little road. The little, the little beads through the doorway. The white album. <laughs> the cum album. The white album just come. And literally, I'm just like, oh, this is a room full of, like, you know, toys. And then I think as that happened, I just all of a sudden, across the face, get slapped by a 12-inch dildo. And I'm like, what the fuck? And he turns around, he's like, you just got slapped in the face with a 12-inch dildo by a gay man. And then you get knocked out, and then next thing you know, well, you wake up in some kind of saw situation. <laughs> it's like, my insides hurt. He's like, yeah, they do. Some sort of gay saw situation. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> what color was the dildo? 
I don't. I don't. I don't remember. It was I just, dark room. <laughs> I walked. Yeah, it was. It was all. It was all black. How do you know it's real though? Yeah, <laughs> true. <laughs> Explain to me. True. Are you, can you? Do you know the difference of a dildo? No. Yeah. Okay. How do you know? You did state you got slapped in the face by a dildo by a gay Which man. is what I would say if I slapped somebody <laughs> in the face with my dick. <laughs> Obviously. And I didn't see it, but I don't remember the color. Mm, but he had it. He had it. Suspicious. Yeah. <laughs> Were you on the floor? <laughs> no, no, no. I took it like a man. <laughs> Damn it. And then I got teabagged by a ball sack dildo. <laughs> Yeah, then they got raped. By <laughs> yeah, we don't talk about that. Raped by a dildo attached to a dude. <laughs> but it was the same color as his penis. So weird. I made the milk come out. <laughs> yeah. So that's that's the my dildo slap. Dildo was the same color as his penis. Yeah. Aren't <laughs> you got slapped with the penis? As, as if it. he's seen the color of his penis. And he's also <laughs> yeah. seen the it was, it was a weird time. It was a weird time. If I could compare it to any color, I would say this was the early gay 2000s. Penis. You know, we were at a different time. The early 2000s it was you know. probably gay man penis color, if I recall correctly. Yeah, it was yeah. gay man penis color. I, yeah. I'm pretty sure. Yeah. I'm waiting for the milk guy to be like, "So, gay guy?" And I was like, "No, no, 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 no." You want to go to kiss and tell with me? My favorite thing ever was like. It was from Christian, it was of course. Kiss and, tell. Uh, and Christian, he was my next door neighbor, right? And uh, he was coming over to my house to hang out. And my mom at the time was doing passion parties. <laughs> and he came over, and I didn't know he was coming over. And like he came <laughs> yeah. over, and he walked in the front door, <laughs> and there's just like a bunch of women and just dildos everywhere. Dildos everywhere. <laughs> and he was just like, "What is happening? <laughs> oh my god." <laughs> I, I feel like he, he takes told out me his that. Dick and he's like, all right, we're doing this. <laughs> Either you told me that or he told me that before. And it's just hilarious to think in his brain, like, yeah. what is happening in his brain, you know? Because his world is already so fucking absurd yeah. that, like, when something actually absurd happens. And he has I've to seen this movie. Like, I've seen this register movie. it. Yeah. yeah. What the fuck, man? Yeah. What the fuck? Fucked. <laughs> this is fucked up, man. <laughs> oh, yeah. My other just, favorite I, thing was one of my friends at school found out that my mom did passion parties, and he was like, "So, can you get me stuff?" <laughs> I was like, "What do you want?" And he's like, "Can you get me like I don't know, like like nipple stuff?" And I was like, <laughs> "Like nipple cream?" And he's like, "Yeah, but like the flavored kind that like numbs." I'm like. Yeah, I'm pretty sure I can get that for you. <laughs> it's like these fucking car batteries keep hurting the shit out of my nipples, man. I just need something to cool it down. Uh, God. It's like, I got your brother. It's fine. <laughs> Do you got those Benoit balls? Uh, it's like, yeah, I'm done. Chris like, Benoit balls? Chris Benoit. You can't say that. Sorry. Bowflex balls. <laughs> Yeah, so I just had mounds of dildos and vibrators growing up. <laughs> like, Mom, where's the Chips Ahoy? It's behind the dildos! The yeah, red or pink one. I'd come home and there would just be like dick-shaped desserts everywhere. <laughs> and I'd eat whatever I was, was left over. How many did you eat? <laughs> as many as I could. That would never could stop my mouth. me. RJ, yep. I know the difference. Okay? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> Those are savory treats. <laughs> I mean, I can't say I haven't drank through a dick straw before. I definitely have. Yeah. Many times. And there were other straws available. It's fun. You it know? is fun. A little tiny dick in your mouth. Little tiny, tiny little dick. So just harmless for, for, yeah, for the audience in your mouth. No big yeah, deal. It's no funny. big deal. We it's used to have dick. this this friend that used to have a, a family member that owned a limo business, and one day we went in to clean the limos because uh, <gasps> that's where I had a dick straw in my yeah, mouth. <laughs> literally, that was just full <sighs> of dick straws, and we're like, "Ooh, cool." So then literally we just, like, Devin gagged on him. We're like, you don't have to do that, Devin. I did not do throw the dick straws. That is a lie. Guys, this is going to be so funny. Watch yeah. this. Let's see how far I can get it yeah. down there. <laughs> We're like, uh, okay. You do you. I bet you guys can't do it this deep. I legitimately had a friend that did that with a Popsicle once. That was like, it was like, like check this out. Look how far I can get it on my throat. You go, I probably can guess who that I, is. I know you know who it is. And it was the, it would be the last person that you would think too. And it's like why what are you doing this to us for? It's not a magic trick. Just Bros, you want to see something cool? Yeah, anytime you see him, he's like, why do you put this hot dog down my throat? Yeah. Why do you do it? I could do it. It's pretty cool. Yeah, you not dare cool. me? I'll just do it anyways. I, I'm not daring you. We're on the phone. I can't see you. It's not impressive. I don't want to see it. It's yeah. like, how are things going? It's like, that's all right. I just went grocery shopping and got a banana. Stop. Just talk to me. I just don't like chewing bananas. Yeah. <laughs> that's the only way he eats food. Yeah. <laughs> My deep throat. Yeah. <laughs> I have to lube it up before I eat it. Sick people. (laughs) (laughs) So, yeah, overall, a good mix there, Mike. That's a nice one, yeah. Yeah, that's a good one. Uh, Yeah, I'm excited to jazz in my paints. Yeah, jazz all over the place. That's jazz. 